going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to a brand new episode of Phoenix Down. This is Phoenix Down episode number 72.0. And we are continuing our Year of the Bad Games with a fan favorite? Fan I don't least know. favorite? Yeah, fan least favorite. We're playing Sonic the Hedgehog, which is also known as Sonic 06. Um, today I have with me Matt Quinn. Hello. And Anthony. Oh, this fucking game, man. Yeah, it's... So... I think it's pretty clear I love Sega, and, like, all I want to do is waterboard every single person and ask them why they do this to us that's involved with this bloody game. It's so bad. So, obviously, Sonic 06 came out in 2006 on the Xbox 360, the PlayStation 3, a little later on, right? Yeah, it was it is not the same release. And the 360 was originally what it was being built for, and then they ported it to the PS3. So it's not even technically its own build. It's a Frankenstein monster. This was also on PC, if I'm not mistaken. Right? No, it's not. It's not on PC? Okay. No, because the fan community, the fan community, the speedrunner community of this game, um, and, and Sonic fans alike wish it was, um, that way they could make slower or uh, faster loading times for the speedrunners, and fans think that they could possibly make a decent game out of this if they had the ability to. Um, I guess jumping ahead, somebody uh, took Sonic Unleashed and has been trying to recreate the levels um, from Sonic 06 in a form that will work. Um, yeah. So, yeah... Uh... This game came out. I mean, this is made by the Sonic team. I mean, this is this is well, right. It it, it is. Um, the key thing to note is that I believe uh, Yuji Naka left during development. I, I want to say it was Yuji Naka, one of the key Sonic people of the original creators of Sonic the Hedgehog, left mid development um, to work on either a different Sonic game or something else entirely. I want to say Yuji Naka left and did Sonic and the Secret Rings, but that might be incorrect, which is not a good game either, um, but way better than this piece of shit. Um, because at the same time, obviously the Wii was out. Uh, Sonic 06 could run on the Wii. Um, so they made their own game for the Wii called Sonic and the Secret Rings. So basically this was a team that did work on Sonic before, but like it's technically Sonic team, but it's one of those people shuffle in and out of it, so I wouldn't know who was there that worked on previous Sonic games. Okay. So, uh, let's just get into our history with this game. Um, Anthony, you seem to have the most, the deepest history with it, so I'll let you go first. Yeah, so I bought my 360 um, later than when it came out, uh, I was pretty slow to adapt. I had a Wii at release. And I, the, the reason why I say that is that the Wii never got Sonic 06. Now, Sonic 06 is critically panned, but uh, it's important to note that people like to shit on Sonic Adventure, which I will admit has its issues, and Sonic Adventure 2, which I'd say is a much better game overall. Um, so it's hard to judge when something is actually bad with Sonic, because... A lot of people just like shitting on it. Um, and for a, mod a more modern example, uh, Sonic Forces is okay. And um, 
Sonic Lost World, I think, is fantastic and probably the truest to the original Sonic formula. And both of those games, if you ask around, oh, these games are bad, and they're not. Um, no, Sonic so Lost I, World, I reviewed Sonic Lost World on the 3DS, of all things, and I had a, a I had a great time with it. The 3DS version is fantastic, and the Wii U version, and now it's on the PC, um, are great as well. They're fantastic games, they're very fast, but they're... They focus on platforming, there's different paths, and that's very much what Sonic originally was. And the reason why I bring that up is that it's it's hard to kind of trust uh, not only reviews, but fan uh, uh, sort of response. So I said to myself, certainly Sonic can't be that bad. Um, and I picked up a copy. It's greatest hits. I've never seen a standard copy of the 360 version, uh, to be completely honest. Um, so I picked up a Sonic the Hedgehog 06, and I was like, okay. And I remember going, whew, this is as bad as they said it was. And um, there's reasons I'll get into after, but uh, it's it, it's hard as a Sonic fan to not go, yeah, I, I understand why people hate Sonic after playing this game, um, because this does absolutely everything people say Sonic does. Uh, it's just bad from start to finish. So I have to ask you this, and I mean, you may know better than anybody else on this show. You you keep mentioning the fans. Now I know that there's regular fans out there. I'm not talking. I'm not talking uh, original content. Do not steal. I'm not talking the DeviantArt fans. I'm talking. I, well, that's what I wanted to ask. The question uh, I have is: oh. Is this where the furry shit came from? <laughs> is, is it? I mean, is that what happened? Because I, mean, I, I, can... I would, I, I, I want to say no. Uh, it had a lot to do with it, though. I'm sure it did help. Uh, I want to say it started around so- uh, Sonic Adventure Two Battle, or Sonic Adventure Two, I should say. No, B- Battle was the GameCube version. That's a version I'm familiar with. They came out the same year, so um, with uh, Rouge the Bat having a very um, clear. Uh, bust line, um, which is weird um, and uncomfortable because um, everybody else looks like cartoon characters. Um, yeah, uh, that's where I'd say it started, although it may have started around Sonic Adventure where they introduced people. It wasn't super common until that time, but that's it's kind of hard to tell because that's when all these sites started to pop up, so God knows what was happening. Previously. In- yeah, um, yeah, and I want to say, um, as a fan that read the Archie comics when they came out, I don't think they did anything for Sonic 06. I don't think they ever covered any of the story, which is um, good. Um, they covered uh, Adventure, for sure, in um, the Archie comics, and thank God those are gone because they weren't great, but um, they did cover the Adventure storyline from start to finish, and I don't think they touched Sonic 06 at all. This game, like, Sega doesn't talk about it. Um, they make fun of it. The Sonic account will make fun of it. But there's, just do not mention Sonic 06. It does not exist. All right, Matt. What's your history with this game? Uh, it's, I have a lot of history with Sonic and no history with this game, really. So do you wish you could go back? Oh man! To, I, to, quote, to quote Sonic Art, you wish you'd go back in time. <laughs> no, I nothing. really, okay. <laughs> I really didn't know how to approach this game because 
I have so much. I mean, Sonic was essentially my first, my second video game, really, ever, I guess. Um, first being Altered Beast. And I don't know. I have a lot of love for Sonic. I played through every Genesis one, obviously. I, I, I played a little bit past that. Um, like Sonic Spinball. I liked, uh, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. So I played all those games back when they were released. And, you know, hands down, I, I always knew Mario was maybe even a better game, but I just, I always had so much love for Sonic. But I never had a Dreamcast. And I never had really any Nintendo system. So I never really got to play the newer Sonic games. So I haven't, I don't have much experience with any 3D Sonics really. I would suggest, um, since you don't have familiar with, uh, familiarity with 3D Sonic, uh, Sonic Adventure 2 is available on damn near everything now. And, um, if you only play, it, it, the story mode will force you to play as different characters. The Knuckles portions are a little bit slower, and the Tails uh, portion is um, better. I won't say who's the dark storyline, because they have an equivalent. But the speed levels in those games are probably, until I'd say um, Generations and Forces, and then, of course, Lost World that I was praising earlier, um, I'd say that... Those do a pretty good job of capturing how fast Sonic used to go and do a pretty good job of platforming, um, even though a lot of it you'll see is based around the homing attack, which is used in this game as well. Um, Sonic did have okay translation to 3D, but I don't think it hit anywhere near as good as it should have been until Lost World. And uh, Generations, I wouldn't count because it's kind of a platformer that's from the side view, but... Um, Generations is fantastic as well. Um, it's just, yeah, this game, boy, don't you wish you could go back and have not play it? This yeah. is a really bad time to jump into Short this. answer, yes. <laughs> um, I, I've heard so much negativity about the game, and obviously I wasn't expecting it to be good. But... Over the last couple of weeks, I have tried to brush up a little bit on the nostalgia, thinking that I was going to just overwhelm this game with with nostalgia and love for Sonic as a character and my memories of being a youth, and that that was going to steamroll any minor issues this game might have had. Mm-hmm. So I went back and read some of those Archie comics. You know, I went back and played a bunch of the 2D Sonics. I, I was ready for this game. I had a nightmare trying to play this game uh as you know it came in later than i I thought it would come in so i didn't we didn't get to play it as the first game i also have still been unpacking so i haven't i wasn't never able to find a 360 controller so i tried to play it with my one 360 controller that i could find which was a street fighter controller which doesn't work because it has no analog sticks uh then i went out and bought a 360 controller, which promptly stopped working. They, the, the <laughs> Destiny is telling you to run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Essentially, Just turn around. Don't fate do was it. Trying to stop me from playing this game, but I finally went and got a second controller. Sat down and, and finally got to play this game. And for the first 15 minutes, I was laughing. I'm like, all these guys are idiots. This game's not that bad. It, it no. looks good. It's fun. 
and I, very... I need to know how did you spend your first 15 minutes because I know five of them were so sorry I mean 10 because five <laughs> of them were loading yeah I rapidly went downhill after that so I, I, I don't know I, I really wanted to love this game I never have played it before I don't know if I've seen screenshots I've heard so much about the all the Sonic games that I've missed over the past five to ten years you know some okay some terrible. And kind of because of that reception, I kind of stayed away a little bit. And so this was my jumping back on point, and it was rough. It was rough. I have a question uh, to Drew before it sucks. Did you have you played this before? Okay, so we'll get into my history. Because if you've seen screenshots, I'll just say it now: the renders of Sonic for this game do not match the in-game model, and. There are some screenshots that I swear are not in this game that said they were from this game from pre uh, pre release. So let's let's go back even farther than that before I get into O six. Uh, I never owned a Sega console in my life. Heathen. I have never played a Sonic game until Sonic Generations. Wow. Um, hey, that's you know what. That's at least a good spot to jump in. I played that game and I said, this is a great game. I want to play more Sonic games. Uh, to which I then promptly went and bought Unleashed. And I was like... Half that game's good. I was like, yeah, this is... I like the running parts, but the, the werehog parts, you can... You can Where, you know, the werehog! The werehog, yeah. Um, the reason why I bought Sonic Unleashed was because I think my favorite level from Sonic Generations was Rooftop Run, which was just really a spectacle to, to see. Um, so I was like, okay, I want to try other Sonic games. Now, this is not the first time. So I, I should go back and say this is not the first Sonic game I've played. I mean, sure, I went over to a friend's house who had like a Genesis and I would play, you know, 30 minutes of it or something like that, but I never actually fully played a Sonic game. Um, and I remember, you know, back whenever the 360 first launched and you remember every game practically had a demo. There was a demo for Sonic 06 and I remember playing the demo. I can't remember how I felt after the demo. Was the demo just like five minutes of loading and then it gets you out I, and says, thank you for playing? I couldn't even tell you. But, uh, Representative cross-section. <laughs> I think I do remember downloading the demo. Um, but no, nah, just through osmosis of the internet hearing how bad Sonic 06 is, I've never actually played it. Um, since then, I have played multiple Sonic games that I think are very good. Like Lost World, I reviewed on 3DS. Uh, Sonic Generations was great. Um, I, I went back and played um, Sonic uh, Adventure 2. Um, I played Sonic Colors, which I didn't think was bad. Um, at one point, one of my roommates had Sonic Heroes. Not great, but okay. Yeah, Um I found that one a little weird. It's it's very slow in comparison. Um, but yeah, so I, I've, I've played some Sonic games since then. Uh, jumping into Sonic 06, though, I, uh, I was prepared. Uh, f- I was prepared, and I knew what was going to happen, and then when it happened, I was still really upset. Yeah. So... 
And, and I want to say right now, while all these mediocre titles were uh, coming out, in the background, uh, there was Sonic Advance uh, with series. There's three titles in that. Um, there was uh, Sonic Rush, uh, Sonic Rush Adventure. Um, so there was decent Sonic titles being released on the DS and Game Boy Advance. Uh, Sonic Genesis is a terrible port of the first Genesis game, but... Um, other than that, like Sonic was doing well on the handhelds, uh, capturing the Sonic field. They like, even had uh, a Bioware RPG. Yeah, that's a weird one, but it's pretty good actually. That one I did play a good chunk of. And and I like bringing it up anytime I can. Uh, there was a bunch of racing games too that were like on uh, hoverboards. Um, Sonic Riders, the first one, not the transformed um, for the GameCube, Xbox, PC, and PS2. Uh, is actually a really good racing game with a very hard uh, learning curve. But when you can get that down, that's one of the best racing games I've ever played in my life. Yeah. Um, because it actually uses gas, which is a weird mechanic. Like Sonic had some good games, but the problem is that the main line series was just riddled with Sonic 06 for a long time. It still is. So was Sonic 06 supposed to be the reboot of Sonic the Hedgehog? Uh, I think so. Since they called it Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, it was there was no... Yeah, they were they were really posing this, like, if anybody remembers the ads, there was a lot of attitude in it, um, which Sonic hasn't had since they introduced Shadow the Hedgehog, because Shadow the Hedgehog has to be edgy, so Sonic can't really have the same sort of snarky attitude. Um, and they were kind of posing this as Sonic's back, everybody. Um, because again, Sonic Adventure, as much as, as, as much as uh, good as it did, a lot of people were like, oh yeah, this game sucks because people complain about everything. Um, so they were like, this is going to be the beginning of the next generation of Sonic the Hedgehog, because this was his next generation jump. This was his first thing that wasn't originally made for, like, first mainline game that wasn't made for the Dreamcast. Because both Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, even though they went to the GameCube, were Dreamcast titles. So it was a long time before you got a mainline Sonic game again. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't even know where to begin with this. I mean, do we want to go by the story? Because we're not even going to get deep into the story to even care. Okay, so the story is is that Sonic is in this city that doesn't exist in any other Sonic game with a creepy, realistic people, including Eggman. And Eggman's capturing the princess, and there's this thing called Iblis, and Iblis is uh, the god of destruction that destroys the future. And so a hedgehog from the future named Silver and his partner, Blaze the Cat, who appears in Sonic Rush as a different Blaze the Cat, apparently. God knows. Blaze is still around, so is Silver, but they don't mention Sonic 06 at all. Um, they go into the past to stop the uh, Iblis being born, I suppose. And so uh, they find out, or I guess we find out as a player, that um, Sonic the Hedgehog is the Iblis trigger. So... Silver has to stop Sonic from triggering Iblis or some shit. And basically, spoiler alert for a game that no one should ever fucking play, 
the princess has some is part of this god creature, and part of the god creature is Iblis, and there's this shadow of the hedgehog sort of look-alike that's in Silver's story uh, called Mephiles. And Mephiles sort of looks like uh, Shadow of the Hedgehog, but doesn't have a nose or a mouth for some stupid reason, probably because I didn't want to animate it. And then, basically, evil things happen, and we stop it, and then everything from this game is erased from everybody's memory. Okay. That's right. We all suffer, and the only person that remembers anything is the player. The horrible fucking game you just played. And guess what? You have to go through it three fucking times, because you have to play it as Sonic, which is the speed levels, Silver, which has this stupid telekinetic power, um, and Shadow the Hedgehog, which has vehicles, because edgy. He had guns in his own game. I don't know why he doesn't get guns anymore, but that's a thing. He does get guns. Yeah, well, you have to play as all three, which play through the same exact levels, just different parts of them. Um, Which, by the way, uh, watching a speedrun... You'll see the guy that plays the Sonic story clip into parts of Shadow's story and Silver's story levels to beat the game faster. <laughs> this game sucks. Um, the story's fucking bad. Just know that in the future everything's destroyed, and I really wish that everything was destroyed because this fucking game is so terrible it should be erased from just existence. Fuck this game. I hate this game so much. Well, that's a good uh, story summary, I think. It really, it really doesn't matter because at the end of the day, nothing. You just go back to where you started, except the princess isn't there to trigger Iblis uh, or whatever. Fuck, God knows. I don't. I, I really don't know what Iblis is. It's some fiery demon thing. It's a god that apparently they worship. I thought the god but, was Solaris. Or Solaris. Yeah, Solaris is the god. Iblis is part of Solaris. I think. I don't know. See, that's the problem. This game, this game is half Final Fantasy and half Sonic, and it doesn't work. Like, if you it's look, funny. At, if you, if if you, you look at the it characters, that way, it sound bad. Yeah, well, it is though. But, yeah. but that's what that's what the, all the people models look like. They look like Final Fantasy characters from a PS2 game. That's all right. So I have to bring this up because I find it so strange that they've got this weird cartoon-looking guy standing next to what looks like a realistic person in every single cutscene. I mm-hmm. feel so freaking uncomfortable. Okay, well, you feel uncomfortable because they're trying to build a romance between an anthropomorphic cartoon hedgehog and a, a human. human female, and like the Sonic nerd to me, like. They they were trying to explain it in the Archie comics, which were canon at one point, of how this whole thing happened. And it was like an atomic bomb and aliens and stuff that led to, like, animals being, being like, Sonic. But, um, it, like, it, never once in the comics did Sonic build a relationship, a romantic relationship with a human. And that is just wrong. I have another question. When did Dr. Robotnik turn into Dr. Eggman? Uh, I think Robotnik was always like a thing that the English games did. He was always Eggman in Japan. Oh, okay. And I want to say... His nickname. Uh, I think, again, that's an American thing. That Robotnik is not in Japan at all. Hmm. Okay. Um, because even in the OVA, which is... 99 which I have on VHS like it's old school Sonic and they call him Eggman it, you didn't really hear about it though until um, 
uh, Sonic Adventure that they'd call him Eggman, but like everything he has is based around eggs, and I'm pretty sure that his whole appearance is based around um, I'm the Walrus because he looks like a walrus, but he calls himself the Eggman. Yeah, I, well, they 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 actually mentioned that in Sonic Generations, where the older, like the the old school Sonic, it's Doctor Robotnik, and the new school Sonic is Doctor Eggman. Yeah. So, yeah, Sonic Generations, they, they poke fun at a lot of stuff from the Sonic games. Um, but yeah, now this game, man, I tell you, like every time I, so I was having a rough time playing this game, and then when I get to a cutscene, I was having an uncomfortable time. Now, did you, you got to the cutscene where they run through the Windows XP, um, desktop, uh, right? Field, yeah. 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 That, that is the most uncomfortable cutscene, I think, in the game. Yeah. I just, I don't know, man. It's like, so, I should explain. So we have basically two different modes of gameplay. You have a... <laughs> broken hub- and super broken. Yeah, you have a broken hub world where you run around this empty world having to do little small things for people. Hey, you can talk to almost every citizen and watch them juggle invisible balls. And they have absolutely nothing to say. Some of them give you missions, but they're clearly labeled. So, yeah, that's th- I have to bring this up because you've mentioned the loading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is where it was not only bad, but incomprehensible why they would design it this way. All right, let me tell you something, Matt. I'm going to tell you something real fast. Play the PS3 version of this game. PS3 version doesn't run. That loads even slower. That crashes at random. It crashes at random. The first 15 minutes of this game, it crashed on me during a loading screen. Told you the PS3 version was worse. The PS3 version, the loading screens will last upwards to 30 seconds. And let me tell you how this game loads. So let's say I'm doing a mission for somebody in town. You first talk to the person. They say, would you like to take this mission? You hit yes. It loads for 30 seconds. It then cuts to that person's, okay, let's go. It loads for 30 seconds. Then I do the mission. It loads for 30 seconds. I then have the person say, thanks for doing the mission. It loads for 30 seconds. And it's important to note that if you fail the mission, it loads for 30 seconds, brings you to the failure uh, commentary, then loads for 30 seconds, and now you have to redo the whole fucking thing if you want to do that mission. Oh, my God. And and I, I'll tell you the reason why this happens. They programmed it so fucking poorly. What it's doing is it's dropping the whole world from memory, rebuilds it, Drops it from memory and rebuilds it again. It's not keeping that, it doesn't keep that city in memory at all in that time. So it's not adding obstacles, it's reloading a whole city. (laughs) A city that is so poorly made that it, it just appears out of nowhere as you run. I hit a wall one time while jumping. And I stood there in a loop of a of a small t- 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 jumping animation 
for almost a solid minute before he finally got out of it. In the second part of town, um, the uh, warehouse district, as they call it, not that you know because you give a shit, um, there is a box that if you stand on, for some reason, the stupid physics engine, I can't remember what, uh, what is it? Havoc. It's the Havoc. The Havoc physics engine that they wanted to show off so fucking badly, and it sucks. It sucks in this game, I should say. If you stand on a box and you just do the little, um, like, kick the leg sort of thing from Sonic, and keep doing it, the box lifts off the ground infinitely. <laughs> um, that's a thing I watched uh, from uh, AGDQ. And there's another thing that, in this is, this is jumping a bit ahead, um, Sonic uh, can infinitely pick up speed, almost infinitely pick up speed, when he light dashes across rings. And the only reason why I bring that up is because it brings us into the first level. Light dashing across rings. You have to do a thing for an old man and buy the light dash shoes. And you're, if you're lucky, the light dash works the whole way. And if you're not, it drops you into the water before you can access the first stage. That's the biggest thing about this game. There's there's two things that get me the most about playing the running levels. And that is you can't invert the camera and it's automatically inverted. Yeah, so, that so was... yeah, pushing to the right makes the camera move to the left. Yep. This is the old school way of viewing camera design that you're moving in actual are you moving a physical camera around the character rather than taking the view of the character and moving it? Right? If you look to the left, you have to physically look to the left. However, if you're a camera and you had to look to the left and move you like around something, you would move to the right to show the left-hand side. So... That's one of the biggest things. The other big thing for me is that there are times where certain things that normally work decide just they're just not going to work anymore. Also, Sonic's momentum will either stop at a dime or will send him flying into oblivion. Yep. To me, that's far and away the single biggest issue. I mean, probably for everybody, but... That is so like out of line. I feel like with what this game wants me to do, that it single-handedly ruins the game. So one of the biggest issues for me is that the camera likes to pan to different angles. The problem is is that it pans at these different angles, and you can still control Sonic. So it completely throws me off because when the camera changes angles. So does Sonic's controls. Mm-hmm. Like when you're snowboarding? Like when you're snowboarding or when you're, when you're running toward the camera. Okay? So I'm, I'm going through a level. Let's talk about it, okay? Let's talk about the, the level that's, that broke me. Let's talk about the level that I stopped playing this game and said I'm not going to play it again. It's called Crisis City. Oh, let's not jump ahead. Let's start at the beach. Drew. Okay, you want to start? Plenty, yeah, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you the reason why I want to start at the beach. One. Uh, so we're going through, uh, I'm going through that level. And it's going okay. It's not great by any means. They repeat the whale from Sonic Adventure because that's a thing we have to fucking do now. Um, but then as you're running, it hits the pads. This is almost all automatic. It, so it's, sorry, at first we hit this pad 
and you go down this this sort of like steep hill and you're about to hit the water. Now, if you somehow get control of Sonic, you'll see that he's magnetized to that ramp. So you hit the you hit the boost pad again and it shoots you into the water. Now it doesn't shoot you towards the rings and steering on this is horrible. We're running away from the whale and it's going to do most of this automatically because it's it's on sort of a track right now. As soon as you hit the dock, you have to be pushing forward because if you're not pushing forward, he will stop at the edge of the dock, which is angled to fall back into the water. If you fall in the water, you die automatically and there's a life loss. You hit the end of those boost pads, which, by the way, again, don't push you into the rings. Then it goes, he just goes, jump! And it's like, you have to quickly hit the A button, in my case, and jump across all these boards that are now in the air to grab the whale. So I grab the whale, it sets you into playing as Tails. Now, playing as Tails is slower, but honestly, that's probably for the best. I find his sections are fairly easy, and probably the better part of the game, that's sad to say. So, I know. Sorry? Except for his attack. I didn't know what was happening at first. Oh, yeah, his attack sucks because it sends out decoy rings, and it's hard to tell which one are real rings and which one aren't. Um, And whether it even hurts people. I couldn't even ever tell if my ring bomb was hurting people. Yeah, that sucks too. So, you play as him, and you're like, okay, so you have to hit a switch. You hit the switch. Okay, whoa, whoa, stop right there. What? (laughs) Hit the switch. They kept saying, hit the switch, hit the switch. They don't tell you where the switch they is. They don't tell you where the switch is. And I was like, is the switch way over there where the, the bank is? So I tried to fly over there. Nope, lost a life. All right. And I was like, well, I don't know where the switch is. You know, and I'm the camera's horrible, so I'm trying to go back and forth and stuff like that. I didn't know it was up on top of a freaking hill covered by a bunch of boxes. So I lost about three lives there because of that. Well, I kept losing lives just because of the... Um, like the issues with hitting the bridges and stuff. Like that's how bad that section is. I hit the switch, and Sonic gets to the gate and falls into oblivion, and there's a life lost. And I just went, I don't know if I can play this anymore. I did, but there's there's one. You get over the gate, and it hits into a different section of gameplay. And this is the second part of the action stages. And I want to say it's. Uh, fuck. Um, uh, mock speed. That's what it's called. It's called a mock speed section. And Sonic runs super fast in these sections. And if he hits anything, he takes damage. So you have to constantly collect rings. Now, if you're smart, you'll hit the light dash, which doesn't usually work on land mounts of rings, but works here, sure. If you hit the light dash along the rings, it boosts you along. Thing is, is that if you do it, and you don't press anything on the analog stick at the time, he picks up speed. And you can just keep doing that, and he picks up more and more speed to the point where he's so fast that, like, it is game-breakingly bad. You will hit stuff... Speed. Sounds good, right? You're correct, but this is actually a horrible section, because try controlling Sonic at slow speeds around obstacles. No, he hits stuff consistently. Oh! Oh! And you're just dropping rings. And if you don't have rings, he dies. And then sometimes it just is like, you just didn't hit that jump. Like, I hit that jump straight on. No, you didn't. And now you're dead. 
there's one part towards the end of this level where you have to do a loop-de-loop, oh. and it's not a straight loop-de-loop. It's a um, corkscrew, or whatever you yeah. want to call it. Um, uh, basically, when uh, you get told to do a barrel roll in, in Star Fox, you're kind of doing that around a loop. However, if you hit the right side of the loop, which is going to be the part that's closest to you, he will not hit the pad at the end and just fly off into the water, and there's a life. No, you have to steer far to the left, because this game, although it magnetizes Sonic to certain ramps, it doesn't boost you around the loops properly. So it doesn't put you in the center of the loop like other Sonic 3D Sonic games do, and it shoots you off the edge, and you have to be perfect with this. And this is after doing the whole level and surviving, which is, by the way, horrible, because there's obstacles everywhere, and there's glitches everywhere. So you finally get that done, and then you have to fight a boss. The boss sucks. Because if you get it into the wrong pattern, it will take forever. So that loop-de-loop at the very end of this level. Yeah. Um, I lost my final life there. It sends you back well, to I lost the... five lives there. Yeah. I it, Well, see, I'd already lost a bunch. And when I got there, I was like, okay. And I lost my final life there. And it sends you back to the main menu. And you have to start the whole thing over again. Yes, from the first half of that For the first half, before the whale. Yeah. And I was like, oh my god. So I did it again. Perfect. Perfect. I knew exactly where to go, everything like that. I lost four lives on the loop-to-loop. And I'm finally made on the end on the last one. This is the first level... And it's riddled with glitches, so it's not even like they made a good, like, you know, game. They didn't front load it with, like, the best parts of this game. No, it's shit from the beginning. Yeah. So, yeah, after that we do fight a boss. Which which, which boss was this again? Egg Cerberus. That's the, the dog Dinosaur. thing? That's the dog thing. Now, you fight this as Shadow as well, and it's slightly different. Um... And the thing is, is that you can do more damage to Egg Cerberus if you run him into the statues. Yeah. But getting him into the position where he will drop his tail to ride up, and even then, grabbing onto the, like, horn on his head, like, those are things that are totally based on luck, seemingly. See, that was the thing, was, like, I kept on trying to, I, I just let it ride, so you have to grind on the back of his tail, and then basically grind on his back which you have to make a little jump to do that and I was like well maybe I can just homing attack to the horn no homing attack to it hurts Sonic so I was just because like, because the rules don't matter in this fucking game no and I was like well I don't know how to actually get a hold of this thing it was just luck it was like the game said okay you did it yeah sometimes it'll sometimes it, you'll ride his back and he'll shoot you off and into like the left of his head and you won't grab the horn. Yeah, I had such a weird experience with this because I was still at this point kind of thinking this was an okay game. Because I, I didn't have too many problems in the first game. And I, maybe that's not right. I did have plenty of problems in the first level. But... I attributed most of them to the fact that the controls were, the camera was inverted. 
I'm like, I can't play this way anyway, so the game might be perfectly fine. My brain just can't adapt to inverted controls. So every time I would miss something, I just assumed it was my fault. I'm like, all right, well, as soon as I get used to it, I'm going to settle into a groove. This game's going to be not great. I mean, obviously it's not great, but I thought maybe at this point it still had a chance of being an okay game. And I didn't really have any problems with this boss, so I don't know. At this point in the game, I was still in that undecided phase. For me, it certainly goes downhill afterwards, and it goes downhill fairly quickly. But I didn't hate the first level. I mean, I always like a beach level. And to be honest, I didn't think this game looked that bad. So I was still loving the bright, colorful Sonic. I don't really understand it. I don't really know what's happening. I don't have control of Sonic half the time. But... If I could just get a hang of the controls, I thought maybe this was salvageable. So, here's the thing. I played Sonic Heroes, which is has its own set of issues, but uh, Sonic Heroes and this game, like, the, the jump in generation for most other titles was far superior than Sonic. Like, all the detail in Sonic is all the shit... Sonic 06 is all the shit you don't like. The people. Uh, the stupid city. Like, that's all shit I don't care about in terms... Like, the the level design and the actual level graphics itself, like, the only thing that looked better was the whale. Like, (laughs) everything else looked pretty much on par with what I was seeing on the PS2. Sure, it was clear, but, like, you know, okay, great, this game still kind of looks like the old Sonic. And they're like, we redesigned Sonic. Like, okay. Like, he looks kind of like his... Sonic Heroes counterpart, like, eh. <laughs> So, yeah. Next is, uh, is next the desert. Yeah. Yep. Uh, okay, so they introduced a new mechanic here, and it's, you got a shield, because you're holding the princess in your hand. Yep. And the shield allows you to run across sand. If you don't have the shield on, the sand, the sand has no physicality, and you just fall through it. Kind of like how you do with water. There's yeah, ways. There's yeah. There's no splash. It's just into the into the abyss you go. Yeah. Um. There's a way to cheese this level by using the shield to run across parts of the the stage. I don't know how to do it, but I've watched speedrunners do it. Um. This stage is just kind of boring. Like it runs. I found a bit better in whole in comparison to um. Uh, it's a, it's a, in comparison to the first stage and even the hub world, but like it's still not great. Um, but at the end of it, there's this portion where you have to jump up these platforms, and the camera shifts mid jump because you wouldn't be able to make the jump from from where the camera starts. It is clear you won't make the jump, but as you make the jump, the camera shifts to show you that you could actually make the jump. It's terrible. It is one of the most jarring things. So you climb up these platforms that are moving in and out of the wall. Um, uh, and then if you jump up and miss the little spring, you fall into the sand and die. Yep. I remember that part. Like The part that got me the most was the actual platforming of this. That part where the um, the platforms are coming in and out of the wall. Yeah. 
I messed up yep. so many times there, but then I realized I could just stand on like the little, the little lip uh, that it comes out of. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I just cheese yeah, it that the, way. The platforming is awful because the camera makes a normal jump really hard to judge where you're going to land. Yeah. And I always find myself wanting to have the safety net of just hit action to like jump forward. But it's such an aggressive jump forward that if I was even close to landing on the platform originally, I'm going to shoot right off the edge of it by doing that. And that I lost so many lives in this game doing that, trying to land on it, trying trying to decide whether I was going to hit it and then going for the safety net and just bypassing my, my platform over and over again. Here's the issue I have found about this game is that when Sonic is in the air, when you try to control where he lands, he moves erratically. So usually in video games, in a platformer especially, when you jump and the while you're in midair trying to, you know, aim where you're landing, it's kind of like a floaty feel. With this game, it's just it's like real fast. So it's yep. almost impossible to aim where you're going to land. Yeah, every compensation is an overcompensation. Exactly. And it's just, it, it, like, I feel like I'm having a freaking panic attack while I'm playing this game. Because you never yeah. know what's going to come up. Will and, this, will yeah, this work that, this time? You know? That, that's, that's exactly what kills me about the jumping. And it's what kills me about any time you're, you're speeding along. You, it's the same thing. You just try to nudge, you know, I just want to go a little bit left. And he just turns and, like, shoots directly left. And then that's it. Like, you lose all your speed, you lose your momentum, run into a wall, fall into a pit. Everything, you, even though you just wanted a slight course adjustment. You yeah. can't, uh, nothing's simple here. Uh, I might be crazy, and it was just something I kind of noticed at certain times. Does, is Sonic moving in actual analog? Like, because it, sometimes it felt like he was moving in eight directions only. Like, the, the analog stick wasn't actually moving him properly. That might have been just me, but like it just, it's something was like off, and I was like, is this not moving in analog? Like, this seems like it's just moving in the cardinal directions. It's, yeah, that would explain it. I mean, that, it, yeah. it, it was so jerky that that could have been it. That feels like the correct thing, because typically, if you're running really fast in a Sonic game, and let me tell you something, Sonic Generations, the, the modern Sonic levels, oh, they, yeah. they, they do this where there are certain parts of it where, yeah, he just kind of shifts left and right when he's running really fast. But when he's not running really fast, if you turn to the left, he kind of turns his body to the left and goes that way. He aims that way. But in this game, it's just like, you want to go left? All right, we're going left now. And it's, oh my God. And it comes up way harder in the next level with the snowboarding. Yep. Holy crap. So, yeah. Did anybody get any of the jumps to work all the time in this level? No. Yeah, okay. all the time absolutely not. <laughs> no, no. I, I was I was constantly it, like the good thing was was this, there was actually no pits to really fall in in this one cuz it was all mm-hmm. sand. So I could just use my safety net of use my bubble. Oh yeah. no, I meant the snowboarding level. Oh, the snowboarding level. So we're moving on to the snowboarding level. But you said you're moving on the snowboard level, and I was like, that's my first complaint about this game. Is like, it's like try to hold the A button to jump, and it's like, okay, 
So that last big jump that you go into the factory and take over as a runner instead of the snowboard, I missed that jump five times. <laughs> the snowboard, you can't go fast in the snowboard. That's the thing. Um, so there is a way, again, watch, watch the speed run. Like, don't play this game. Just watch the speedrunners play it. Um, this the snowboard can also have the same effect where you can just sort of, like, break the speed limit of the game. And to the point where when the, the, like, the big snow boulder comes rolling out, um, you're so far down the mountain, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, like, in the way in the background, and you're, like, done. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try that. And I'm like, wow, this this game actually controls like ass. I can't. So here's the problem with the jump in this, is that any time you do anything, if an enemy hits you or if um, you just hit a platform wrong or even if you just turn slightly, Sonic, you have to hold down the jump button and he bends his knees. And then when you let go, he jumps. Anytime you're holding down the A button or, or the X button, whatever you're playing on, when he bends his knees, he A, gathers a little bit more speed. B, he resets to standing up if he does anything. So I, th I had to train myself for this 15-minute span to constantly hit the hold, make sure I'm holding down the A button a second time because every time I come up to a ramp, he was already standing up because I messed up somewhere else. Yeah. I couldn't tell if he was ready to jump or not. Yeah. And that, oh my God, that infuriated the crap out of me. So I, I didn't like this level. I thought it was infuriating every time I tried to turn that he would stop. And then I had to not turn too much because I'm like, if he just shoots, if he just starts going again, he's like pointed up a hill and then there's an abyss on the other side. So, like, I had a lot of times where I'm teetering, stopped when I shouldn't really be stopped, hoping that the game just doesn't start again and he flies into the abyss. So, I don't know. I didn't like this level at all. But when I, you know, so I died a few times. When I finally was able to make my way through it, I did so by having as little fun as possible, which is <laughs> just to avoid everything and kind of keep bouncing off the walls and, like, avoid all the jumps, avoid the rails, avoid the enemies avoid the boulders, avoid everything, and just take the slowest, dullest path down the mountain. And that was the only way that I got through it. And I'm like, wow, this game has just incentivized me not to have fun. Yep. So after we make it to the base, we then take over Sonic running around, which is kind of like a pseudo-puzzle area where you have to figure this out how to like turn off laser beams and stuff. So this is one of the levels that is... I think it's actually uh, Shadow's first level. It's yep. made very clear what, what... Sorry? I said, which I played, by the way. Oh, I don't know why. The Sonic stuff is bad enough. Um, yeah. it, it's... Uh, this is one of the levels that's clearly made for Shadow. When you play the Shadow stuff, it makes a lot of sense. It's a big open area. You get to drive the vehicles around. Um... Yeah, there's parts of this game that are clearly made for certain characters that they just reused, and this is one of them. It's not very good. We 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 skipped out on something. We skipped out on the uh, silver boss fight. 
Oh, yes, you're right, we did. So let me tell you a little bit about Silver. It's no use! Yeah. So if he gets close to you, which he's booking it to get to you, he will grab you with his telekinetic powers and throw you away from him. But then he runs up to you. Yeah. If, let me tell you this, if you are in the air and he does this, he throws you straight up into the air, you hit an invisible ceiling, and then fall back down. And guess where you fall back down to? You fall back down into the loving embrace of his telekinetic powers, who then grabs you again and throws you into the air and hits another wall. The second time, you don't have any rings. You're instantly dead. So, this is a weird fight, because if you don't know what you're doing, or don't remember, like, my personal case... Um, that's what ends up happening. Yeah. However, there's as much as he cheeses this fight, which is, by the way, terrible programming. I won't excuse it. Uh, yeah. There's two things that you should know about this fight. One, you can hear him jump when he's in the air. You homing attack him and then get him to jump in the air again and homing attack him. And he will never attack you because he'll jump, but he never home attacks you. Like, he can't do the homing attack like Sonic can. So when you keep doing that, it's over. The fight's over. As soon as you get that loop going, the fight's done. This whole battle's really poorly set up that way. The other way to do it, and the way I did it, is you just walk him by tables. You hit him in the air. When the level starts off, he jumps towards you. You hit him. You grab a ring, because just in case. Um, Not that it matters, because you'll probably end up in the loop. But you, you walk him by a table. He'll pick up the chairs. He says a certain line, and that's the thing. He telegraphs all of his moves with lines. So he says it, and that's when you jump at him. You run away, but you make sure there's a table in between you and him. That's exactly he will what pick up the table. You hit him again. And it, this whole battle being that way is really shitty. Um, Sonic battles are usually like very loop-based. Um, this is one of the few that are not. Um, and it's one of the worst fights because, again, like he just will stun lock you and then kill you. Yeah, yeah, and that's what happened to me. So I I started fighting him, and then four, five, six times I died. I'm like, I don't understand because I would just he would come at me, throw me, and I'm dead. And I was trying to figure out what to do. I ended up just running around in circles around that whole area, and then figuring out that when he said his line, he was picking up a table, and then I could hit him. And then just going back to running around in circles, but yeah, it was, it was I cheese him or he cheeses me. So, no way do I see that fight unfolding in a fun way. No, that was the um, yeah. The best thing to do at this point is to uh, turn off the console because yeah. the game doesn't get any better after that either. No. You'd hope it would, and it actually gets progressively worse. Yeah. So yeah. Um... Going through that ice level, or snow level, whatever you want to call it, through Eggman's Fortress, or whatever. Um, yeah, unlock a bunch of switches, stuff like that, turn off laser beams, make it into uh, his base where he is got the princess held captive, and he wants the Chaos Emerald that Sonic has. He hands over the Chaos Emerald. And then him, Tails, and Knuckles get sent into the future. The same future that Silver is from. How convenient. 
So I, I guess in Shadow's story, it shows how Shadow and Rogue got there. Rouge, yeah. Rouge, whatever the hell her name is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. These stories do overlap. Um, Which but... is kind of cool, to be honest. Well, but, okay. like... In they, theory, in concept. They, they did that in Sonic Adventure. The thing to note... Yeah, that's it. Like, so Sonic Adventure did it in a way better way, because there's six characters in Sonic Adventure. And um, the ins and outs of those characters, even though parts of that game were so just boring, um, it's more interesting that way. So even in Sonic Adventure 2, the two stories are running side by side. And there are parts where the two stories kind of come together. Um, In this game, it's more of an excuse to reuse levels. Like, I just copy-paste. Like, um, in the other games, it was like, Shadow had his own version of the forest stage, and his was very different from Sonic's. And in this one, it's like, you are all in Crisis City, because when you play Silver's story, it starts in Crisis City. (laughs) So, yeah. So begins Crisis City. Yeah. That that, that blows, it blows me away that they use that for Sonic Generations. Uh that they acknowledge this at all should be surprising, but this is the only stage that's the only stage that fits any sort of modern Sonic sensibilities, to be completely honest. Well, it's the, uh, it has it's grinding. the stage that turned me that made me turn this game off and never turn it back on. But it's yep. also the first stage that you play is suffer. And it's f- closer to the beginning of Shadow Story than Sonic's. So it's going to be an easier stage for Shadow and Silver than it is for Sonic, but even then, it's still not good. Um, But what else are they going to use? They already have a thousand different beach levels. They have their ice levels. Uh, There's better ice levels, too. There's better temple levels. So when it comes to Sonic Generations using this, this is the only time a city has been in destruction. Like, it's the only one that fits that sort of theme. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's also got some of the best level music that stands out. Yeah, I would say so. So, um, yeah, man, floating platforms using a lot of homing attacks to platform. But the biggest, the thing that turned me off was the the mock speed part of this level. Yep, that's yeah. where I dropped off to. That tornadoes. Carrying a car. And it shoots a car at you. And it throws cars at you. So here's the deal. You're running away from this tornado. It's throwing cars at you. You also have to jump over uh, all sorts of things. Fallen pillars. Uh, what looks like um, like cargo containers. Running down this highway. And they want to do it. They do it like they did in Sonic Adventure 2 in City Escape. You got this thing chasing you, and we're going to shift the camera to where Sonic's running toward the camera. Okay? I didn't didn't even make it that far. I made it that far. And this is where I... I, kept dying in the beginning and went, fuck this. So the camera shifts to where you're running toward the camera. What also changes is that now left moves Sonic to the right according to him. Yep. So, 
you're trying to dodge cars that this tornado is throwing at you. And as you're dodging, the camera then shifts back behind Sonic. While this is happening, I'm still moving Sonic to the left and right using the reverse controls. It then shifts the camera. I'm now controlling Sonic the opposite way. He has this momentum that sends him flying in the direction that I'm pointing, which is usually to the left or to the right. He then flies off of the highway and falls to his death in a pit. I did this five times. I redid the entire level and did it five more times and fell off the stage every single time. And I said, Crisis City has won. I So I had issues even before that. Um, so in other Sonic games, and just games in general, like even Ratchet and Clank, grinding on rails. How do you switch rails? You push to the left or the right, and then you press jump. Sonic 06, go fuck yourself. You have to homing attack the one you want, because otherwise, fuck you. And then sometimes he homing attacks nothing. And, and falls. Dies. And good riddance. Fuck him. <laughs> oh, man. So, Told yeah. you guys that you shouldn't want to fucking play this game. I don't know what's wrong with you. I, I said no. I, well, uh, um, we're here to play bad games, so the yeah, bar's been... There's... See, here's the thing. There's two different types of... Uh, I don't know how to put it. You were. I knew you weren't going to find like the game equivalent of the room here. You know, <laughs> like like Bubsy 3D. Uh, as much as that's a bad game, there's a level of like weird charm to it because of how bad it is. Um, it also is a little bit more fair because they're trying something completely new in terms of 3D platforming. But like even Bubsy, like. He's so hateable as a character that it's like, okay, this is bad, but, you know, whatever. Sonic 06 is just, you know money was poured into this. Like, it wasn't somebody trying to, like, cash in on a craze. This was Sega's premier franchise, and they fucked it up this badly. And, like, there's no excuse. There's none. Like, like... This is a, in terms of uh, ZTGD review scale, this is a 1. It barely runs, especially the PS3 version barely runs. Um, it's broken beyond belief when it does. Like, it's, there's nothing charming about this game. In fact, when it, you think maybe there'll be some character development, it's just fucking creepy as Sonic fucking ogles the human. Ugh. And we didn't even get to the part, there's a mission, there's a mission they force you to do in the storyline that has you choose your true love. Amy Rose, who does appear in this, um, which is the pink hedgehog that shows first showed up in Sonic CD, everybody, um, or the princess character. It doesn't matter who you choose, it doesn't change anything, but that is a thing that you have to do in this game. Pick your wife Fuck off. Oh, and I forgot to mention something that we never reached. In the stores, where you have to buy your fucking abilities, because uh, you have to do that, too. Um, 
they eventually have these like power stone things that allow you to do different things. Um, they're all game breaking. Like, not in a bad way, because this game's already broken. Like, they knew this game was bad, so they just gave you things to get around how bad they are. One of them is a stone that you throw, and then it warps you to wherever that stone lands. Okay. I'm not kidding. Uh, there's a ton of different powers that are like, this shouldn't be a power in a video game. But because this game is such shit, they're like, yeah, just, here you go. Like, the debug tools is items in the game, basically. It's bad. This game is this game is absolutely the worst Sonic's ever been. I I haven't played Sonic Boom. I have Sonic Boom. I can't imagine it's worse than this because I can't imagine it tries to be as fast as this. Like that's another problem. This game just tries like Sonic's got to be fast. Like Sonic's got to be in a good game before he can go fast. Yeah, get the fundamentals right first and then speed it up. Like they broke the Havoc's physics engine. Like so, Drew, this, this is where you stopped? Is that part where you... Yeah. You tried to find Yeah. I did make it one section further and had the same thing happen to me, though, where I I just kept trying it. I, I probably died 20 times on the same part, finally made it past just to die a little farther, and then had to go back and redo everything. And... It wasn't that I had figured out what to do, so I was just as bad at it the second time around and died ten more times. And uh, it, to me, that one part was everything that was wrong with this game because it, it's a part where you hit one of the little speed pads and you have to then go up on the wall and hit another speed pad on the wall to make it far enough along the wall that you can revert to having the floor underneath you. But the problem is when you hit that first speed pad, it sends you into a piece of the ceiling. So you can't do nothing. But if you try to hit right, which then becomes down, to not hit the wall, you stop and fall immediately in the lava. And so I was caught between hit the wall and die or try and avoid the wall and die. And th- those were the only two options for me. And there was no just nudge it a little bit so that you get past it. This game is... It was so bad. Did you... So is that the um, underwater lab thing? No, it's the, it's flame core. The whole thing is like a lava level. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a part where it shoots you off a ramp into the next level, or I think... And you can still get hit by the meteors falling. So if it hits you while you're in the air, <laughs> game over. You have to yep. restart the level right at the end of the level. <laughs> um, so I looked up Havoc just to um, just to see uh, what other games have used it and like didn't break it. Uh, so it's been around since 2000. And like 2004, Half-Life 2. Like... I'm pretty that sure the Dark is, Souls games uses that one. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I just want to bring up the fact that, like, this is... Yep, Dark Souls, Havoc, uh, De Blob 2, Dead Space 2, Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, uh, Fear 3, Killzone 3, L.A. Noir, Nino Kuni, which I know you love, Drew, Portal 2, Red Faction, Armageddon. Like, this is an engine that is in a lot of things, and somehow they just broken 
And later on, none of us made it there. There's an underwater lab. Um, and there's a part where they have these, like, sil- like reflective balls that are just kind of floating in the air because whatever, who gives a shit. Um, and you have to run on top of the balls to move them. Doesn't that sound like fun? Sounds like you could fall off of them really easily. Yeah. Yeah, this game is not good. I know I've made it past Crisis City and Flamecore. Like, I made it pretty far in this game before. Um, Flamecore had kind of a cool boss at the end. You fight this giant flaming sea dragon thing. Wasn't that in Generations? Where they were playing Open Your Heart? Uh, no. Uh, Open Your Heart would be... um, uh, Sonic Adventure 2 um, no you don't fight this thing in Generations it's like this lava snake that is yeah. at the far end and then there's platforms you have to jump on and stuff that fall from the ceiling yeah, yeah you don't you don't fight this in Generations I think, uh, I think, what's the name of that boss is like Perfect Chaos or something like that uh, Perfect Chaos is uh, Open Your Heart yeah Okay. that's uh, from Sonic Adventure 1 gotcha okay and Flamecore also had my favorite moment of this game. Ever since, you know, if you, if you roll, roll Sonic's history back quite a few years, how amazing Sonic and Knuckles was to be able to go back and replay the original, like Sonic 2, with Knuckles in it. Ever since those days when Knuckles was the hot new character, I thought it would be cool to control him in 3D, and I finally have been able to, and that is my best memory of this game. Okay, is you being, being able to love, fly and climb up the wall. You would love Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Especially Sonic Adventure 2, because it Man, is... His levels treasure. are boring. Yeah, but like if you wanted to control Knuckles, that's exactly what Knuckles would be doing, is treasure hunts. But yes. And they like to use hip-hop songs for his <laughs> stuff. Yeah, they're... they're <laughs> I'm going to have to send you something, true. I don't even know um, what song to use for this. Oh, I'll send you. I'll send you the three. The theme of. Hold on, I, I gotta get the name right. Maybe I'll just use the Sonic Generations Crisis uh, City theme. That's probably accurate. Yeah. Probably for the best. Um, th- speaking of songs, this is the worst. So, um, Sonic Sonic uh, 06 has a really weird orchestral score. It's okay. Uh, it's not my personal thing. Like it's. Better than this game has any right to be have a terms of a score. Um, I just don't think it fits Sonic. I've always preferred like a more synthy soundtrack or even the rock stuff that they did for Sonic Adventure over this. Um, but it's okay. But this has the worst fucking theme song ever. You get to hear it every time. You get to hear a small bit of it every time you start up the game. Which oh, I know, I, yeah, I know that song. Yeah. Um. Oh god, what's it called? Um, oh, I can't even uh, remember. His World. His, His world. world. Featuring the singer of that band you don't know, Zebrahead. Um, and, like, this was kind of where, like, they kind of lost all charm to me. Um, like, they had Julian Kay, the industrial band, um, and then, of course, their in-house sort of staff, like Crush 40 is an in-house band, basically, yeah. because one of the members, Jun. Um, but uh, this is the first time I think they try to go for like 
a real band to do the theme song. And first of all, his world, the song sucks. It, it's just not a very good song. And the performance on it, it's awful. Like, just... I will uh, put that rap, at the end of the episode. Rap, rock, crap. Um, yeah. And, and, like, the singing in it, it's just not good either. It, like, it loses all the cheese factor that the Crush 40 stuff has. Like, the Crush 40 stuff's not good, it, like, in the grand scheme of things, but it's a lot of fun. Like, it's, it's like, this cheesy sort of rock music playing, and you're like, all right. <laughs> Especially when it's playing at, like, the final boss. But, um... It's just, uh, this is, the best track in this game is the, and I know this is going to sound weird to some people, it's the track that plays when you walk by the guy playing the accordion. (laughs) Like, it is so well done, and it's the most accurate thing to this game. Like, you're like, okay, that actually feels right. So Everything else is off. One thing I, I, I do mean to mention, because I love talking video game soundtracks, Sonic has always had a really good soundtrack. I mean, I've always been a fan of their music. Um, Generations has a fantastic soundtrack. Um, Sonic Unleashed. Uh, so if you... The, the results music, which I don't mind the results music in this, but the results music for Sonic Unleashed, if you get anything but an E rank... It's like a really orchestral, like, kind of thing. But if you get an E rank on a mission, they play the same song, but everything is out of tune. Right. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of fantastic. <laughs> this game has none of that charm. No, not at all. So, um, yeah. yeah. I you need coins. I, I forgot to mention, you need, you need rings. To buy items to get further in this game. Yes. And you can eventually run out of rings and can't progress. And you guess what you have to do. You have to go through a whole bunch of loading screens and do stupid missions for people in town. Fuck this game. Yeah. Okay. So, final thoughts. (laughs) Let's start with Matt. Again, this was weird. I had so much... I don't know if hope is the right word, but I had... I had a defiance. I was going to find enough in this game to, like, to prove you guys wrong. Hold on. Um, This is the same... This is the exact same way I felt years ago when I picked it up. All these critics can't be wrong. Or have to be wrong. There's no way they're all right. This is bullshit. They just hate Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, and I love Sonic the Hedgehog, so I will find the good qualities, and they will shine through. So, I mean, I guess comparing it to last week's game, I still had, I would say, five to ten minutes of fun with this game. But instead of the rest of the time being boring or neutral, the rest of the time was like gouging my... I was so bad (laughs) that those couple of moments of reasonable fun were washed away like gone just completely gone and for so long like the game was okay for the first couple levels because i was blaming myself and by the time i got to the city level it had flipped and i definitely blamed the game not me oh i forgot we even i even skipped over in our 
there's a an ancient ruins level in this too, where you have to do a mock speed through like a tidal wave sort of thing. Oh god, this game's way longer than it needs to be. And I feel like the the biggest problem here is that I think this could be an okay game if the controls were fixed. That's it. Controls are fixed and don't force me to invert. So, in in later games, uh, you know, Drew will know this. Um, the like Sonic Generations. Um, I think it started with Sonic Colors. You you can move the Sonic when he's in the fast sections by pressing the bumpers. Yeah, and that's what they should have done for this game. Uh, and I forgot to mention, if you notice, everything is on like three buttons in this game in total. You move. You move the camera with the right stick, and you move Sonic with the left stick. And every action is either A, or, or the, the down below button, right? The A or X, and then it's uh, X or square to attack, or, and fucking slide across the floor and talk to people. That's every action. The only action that isn't that is the right trigger, and that's to, when the prince, you have the princess in your arms to use the force field. That's it. Two buttons. They have a whole face, uh, and they decide to program everything to two fucking buttons. Also, I do want to bring up the fact that you had to go save that kid by going and sliding up under the wall. Do you understand how difficult it was for me to slide up under a wall? Yeah, I do know, because it, the camera keeps changing, and then yes. you're in and out, and then you're in and out, and then you're in and out, and you're like, where am I? Oh, my God. I actually watched, because I was trying to figure out where to go. And I was watching a guy play through this game, and I swear I think this guy was possibly paid by Sega because he sounded the most apologetic person ever. I'm sure he's a nice guy, but he was doing that part, and he was sliding in and out, and he's like, why can't I get up under here? I just, okay, finally made it. That was that was kind of bad. And then he just kept going. I was like, no, dude, that sucked. You don't get it. You, you, you stop apologizing. Oh man. Yeah. Even that, like that part. So going under the wall sucked, but even just that part of the city, like I'm trying to like figure out how to control Sonic, trying to go over those bridges, and just hitting a pillar and glitching out and falling into the water and dying. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I don't understand. You, I'm doing so little. You can, how, why doing can so you? Little. Why can you lose lives in the hub world? Well, you don't... I don't think you do normally. I think you could just jump in the water and it's fine unless you're in a mission. I don't know. It's all crap. Uh, okay. Anthony. Final thoughts. You know, I wish they would just do... Like, I would... I really wish they'd just release all the assets to this game so someone can fucking make something that's quality out of it. Um, I, actually, I think I had it wrong. I think they were trying to turn Unleashed into a good game based off the Sonic Generations code, and they've been trying to get Sonic 06 to run, but it's not working. I think I had that wrong. Regardless, it doesn't matter. I wish they would just release Sonic 06 assets to the wild and have people fucking make a decent game out of it because it's like the setting and the idea isn't bad but like fucking I don't know what happened this is absolutely the worst Sonic game I, I 
there's no reason why Sonic and, and ever since then, I don't think Sonic Team has made like a really great, great Sonic game. Like really, I, I think it's all been outside people um, with like support from Sonic Team. I could be wrong. I'm, maybe uh, maybe Lost World is them, but like it's just this is a stain. This is this is something that Sega just can never get rid of. I think this is exactly what they'll be remembered for, and there's no excuse. This shouldn't have been released. I think that's the point. I think this could have been a good game. It just seems like it was never finished. Yeah. Was this game rushed, I guess? Uh, let me find out. I'm sure they've got it mentioned in the... Um, sure, I, like I said, I'm... Even if it wasn't. Um, right. I mean, yeah. It's, um, so after finishing Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg in 2003, Sonic Team began to plan its next project. Um, among the ideas, the team was considering a game with a realistic tone and an advanced physics engine. Oh. Um, they decided to retain the realistic approach for the Sonic game. Uh, series co-creator and team lead Yuji Naka wanted the first Sonic game for the 7th generation systems to be a reboot of the franchise. So there you go. Um, uh, oh, wow. Uh, Naka noted the success of superhero films such as Spider-Man 2 and Batman Begins, which reached an audience far beyond the fans of the comics those films are based on, and wanted to mimic this success. Uh, development started in late 2004. Um, do the Havix physics engine, um, they, apparently they used it before in the Astro Boy game for PS2, um, Allowed Sonic Team to create expansive levels, previously impossible of earlier sixth generation. I'm just trying to find it because they, um, yeah. So Silver the Hedgehog's gameplay is based purely on the fact that they had the Havoc's physics engine and nothing else. Um, <laughs> oh, you want to know why the uh, CGI cutscenes look so good? Blur Studio. Uh, I'm pretty Ooh. sure that's the same. Blur Studio, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they re- the Blur Studio is the one that did all the Halo 2 cutscenes for the remake. Okay. Um, they're they are the people. If you need um CGI cutscenes, like they are the, the absolute best. Um, like look at the Halo 2 cutscenes. Uh, there's well, a reason I would why they respectfully disagree and say Blizzard Entertainment are the ones to well, do uh, CGI cutscenes. Okay, let me rephrase that. Uh, besides Blizzard. There. Okay. Um, but Blur Studio, like, is fantastic. And, um, but they said that they had trouble because of where Sonic's mouth was. Um, as development progressed, there we go. Sonic Team faced serious problems, starting with Naka's resignation as head of Sonic Team to form his own company, Probe. Um, <laughs> he did not want to continue making Sonic games and instead wished to focus on original properties. None of which have been successful. I played most of them. Um, with his departure, the heart and soul of Sonic was gone, according to former Sega of America CEO uh, Tom Kalinske. Um, it was originally going to be on all major 7th generation consoles as well as Windows, but Sega was presented with development kits for Nintendo's less powerful Wii console. Um, they figured it would be too long to port, so they made a different game, Sonic and the Secret Rings. Therefore, the team... Oh, God. So, the team for Sonic 06 was then split into two. Um, one was for Sonic 06, and then the other was Sonic and the Secret Rings. Um, oh god. The split left an unusually small team to work on Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh jeez. And they, they were pressured to finish the game in time for the 2006 holiday shopping season. There you go. Um, 
Ignoring bug reports from Sega's quality assurance department and control problems. Good um, plan. Oh my lord. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I don't hate this game, but it does make me sad and frustrated. No, I, I hate this game. I hate this game, and I hate this game as a fan of Sonic. There, I hate this game because this is the moment where people really were just like, Sonic's never had a good game, which is bullshit. And it's yeah. a it's a thing that I forgot to hear since. Uh, Sonic never had a good game. Uh, bullshit, Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles were great. Uh, I'd argue there's a bunch of others that are outside of it. I like 3D Blast. I think the some of the Game Gear titles were pretty fucking good. Um, the racing games, uh, Adventure 1 and 2, while not the best, were still a great jump to 3D, way better than a lot of other titles made. So, yep. so I know uh, Matt had suggested that we do um, reviewer quotes. I don't have a reviewer quote, but I did have a quote that I found on GameFAQs, because when I first received this game in the mail, I was like, I'm playing the PS3 version. I wonder if there's at least trophies in it. There's no trophies in it, but I did look on GameFAQs and somebody had posted, Hey, does Sonic go, Sonic the Hedgehog have trophies? I'm a long time fan of Sonic and I can't wait to try it. And then somebody posted, Sorry, there's no trophies. Also, you need to play a better Sonic game. Sonic 06 for the fans is like walking in on your mom banging your best friend. Wow. <laughs> So, there you um, go. So here's some, uh, oh God, here's, uh, Games Radar in 2008 said it looked amazing before its release. <laughs> um, oh God. Metacritic does have one positive one, the top one. You simply can't ask for more out of an action game. Mission accomplished. Sonic is born anew. Who said that? I hope to God it's uh, ZTGD. <laughs> 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 Who? That would have been great, though. I don't think ZTGD re- reviewed this game. I, I hope not. I could be wrong. We were around back then. We've been around since 1998. Ken's old? Is that what you just said? That's not very nice, oh, Drew. Ken will admit that he's old. But, uh, yeah, no. This this website uh, began as a Metal Gear fan site. <laughs> GameSpot said the level design was worsened by the frustrating camera system. Game Informer criticized the game's high difficulty, citing the cameras causing post-death. Um, some reviewers were unhappy that the majority of the game was not spent playing Sonic, playing as Tails. Uh, GameSpot wrote, made a level boring. Uh, similar criticism was offered by Eurogamer, finding the supporting cast, rather, cast annoyed rather than flushing the game out. Uh, they consider the camera system to be the worst they had ever seen in a video game. Um, oh, wow. The the plot was criticized as confusing and inappropriately dark. Games Radar considered it overwrought and conceptually challenged. Wow. And Eurogamer found its voice acting painful and its cutscenes cringeworthy. Okay. Yep, all of the above. The, the romance between Sonic and the human princess Elise was especially criticized for uh, Games TM. It marked the point the Sonic series had veered off into absolute nonsense. GameSpot wrote, this is a mess from top to bottom. Only the most blindly reverent Sonic the Hedgehog fan could possibly squeeze any enjoyment out of it. 
I think I could have I could have been totally okay with the weird setting, the bestiality, you know, all of that. <laughs> the story about scenes. I could have been okay with all of that if I could have actually played the game. I would have been I would have been fine with that. It would have been nonsense, but whatever. Here's, it would have been ridiculous. Here's here's one from a guy who should have never had a career as a games journalist. And I say that because, and I'll go into detail in a second, Dave Halverson uh, of Play Magazine defended the game. Um, Halverson initially gave the Xbox 360 version a 9.5 out of 10, praising each character's controls and abilities and calling it the best 3D Sonic game yet. In the following issue, Halverson reassessed it as an 8.5 out of 10, writing that he'd been told that the load times and glitches in a review copy would not be in the final game. In a later review of the PlayStation 3 version, Halverson was frustrated that the problems had not had still not been corrected and that the performance was worse despite the extra development time. Halverson gave this version a 5.5 out of 10. Um, Halverson also uh, was a guy who wrote for a bunch of shit. Um, but uh, he, well, just well, you know his... The very short Wikipedia page. Halverson is regarded as a well-known but controversial and polarizing figure in video game journalism regarding his personality, actions, and statements, such as his aggressive criticism of the poor reception of Golden Axe Beast Rider. Um, yeah, this guy is a known pain in the ass. I actually was listening to a podcast, a Player One podcast, and they were making fun of him this week, I believe. So, yeah, he's a known pain in the ass. But yeah, 9.5 out of 10. That's... You- there's not enough cocaine and heroin in this world mixed to give me like to make me give that fucking score to this game. It's so fucking bad. Even when I was liking this game and blaming myself, I wouldn't have given it that high of a score. No, no, absolutely not. So yeah, my final thoughts is this game is bad. I, I, I mean, there's no way around it. There's no real redeeming qualities at all. Maybe the music in certain aspects. That's that's it. I can't. I don't want to play this game anymore, and I'm really mad at myself for spending fifteen dollars on it. I spent uh, twelve, and I have a. I I had a copy, so I gave that away to someone because I was like, "Do you want the Sonic Genesis collections for three sixty? And he went, "Yeah, sure." And I went, "Great, you're also taking Sonic 06 with you," and then. I, uh, cause I had a PS3 copy, and I was just like, I'm never gonna play it, but at least I have it. And then I was like, I'm not playing the PS3 version for this. So what I'm probably gonna do is, at the end of this year, when we're done with all these bad games, I'm probably just gonna box them all up, and put a thing on eBay saying, I've got a bunch of bad games for $20, <laughs> take them. <laughs> and see what happens. It's like those horror movies when somebody like inherits something or gets this package and the curse has now been passed on to them. There you go. It's the you ring. Bestow all this pain. Yeah. Can Fitting I just say Sonic one, has rings in it. one more time? This is the fucking worst. Oh God, the worst song. Uh, the the. Uh, it's in his world. His world. <laughs> it's so bad. Don't worry, they'll hear that at the end of the episode. Oh, I'm so sorry. This is the worst controlling game I've ever played, hands down. Yeah, I can't think of... um, I can't think of one that... that 
should have like th- again this game th- the problem is knowing that there's so much money behind it um like there's no excuse here i can i can understand when it's like a smaller indie dev that has a shitty game but like yeah th- there's nothing this quite this bad from a bigger name developer and publisher yeah okay well, I think that wraps it up for us. There are no emails this week. Uh, if you would like to send us an email, it's drew at ztgd.com. Uh, suggest some bad games to us. Um, it can't be worse. It, 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 I, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I know a lot of bad games. There, there's nothing worse than Sonic 06. Because it's just either it's either broken to the point of like laughable or like just not good, right? Like, there's no... It, like. There's nothing, there's no joy out of Sonic 06. Yeah, I, I could easily say one of the worst games I've played is freaking Alone in the Dark. But, I mean, but I there, was la- joy. there was laughter in that one because, I mean, the you know, the dialogue was insane. The the perpetual wind that kept blowing everybody's jackets up. <laughs> and I'm going to take an assumption that you played the 360 version. I played the 360 version back whenever that game first came out. I played the Inferno version. Uh, yeah. um, whenever we did it for Phoenix Down. In fact, I said, like I said, I platinum that game to make sure I would never, ever have to go back to it again. Yeah, it's yeah. no reason to ever oh, go back to that. Oh yeah, don't if you if you have the 360 version, you're never getting all the trophies. I, I just refuse to believe you'll get everything in this game because it's so fucking hard. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, you can also follow us all on Twitter. I am at DML Fury. Matt is at REMGS. And Anthony is at Intersect. N-T-R-S-K-T. And the podcast itself is at ZTGD Phoenix Down. Uh, but yeah, that's it for us. Um, Matt, you're not going to be joining us for the next week, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm too sad that I've lost a piece of my childhood. I will be... In mourning for the next week. He's got a funeral. Also traveling. Also traveling. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're, you're going to go find yourself again because you lost yourself <laughs> during this playthrough. Uh, so I don't know exactly. We're going to iron out what we will plan to do next week. Um, me and Anthony will will do something. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I mean, even on short notice, like. The whole idea is that you only play along if you already have this shit, so... Yeah, I would not advise people to go out and buy this stuff unless you really, really want to. Uh, I know that the game after, when Matt gets back, will be Secret Service. I'm actually excited for that. I am too. Only because of the backstory that we'll go into again. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. So yeah, uh, but that's going to be it for us. I appreciate everybody listening. I hope you guys have a great week. Until next time, I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I'm Anthony. And we're out of here. You guys have a great week. And we will be back next week with I don't know what, but uh, you guys will find out soon enough. Time to rest and if you put the time in He'll put you to